Hallelujah. 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 Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for your presence. Lord, we thank you for our ability to just be here on this morning. You didn't have to do it, but you did. And for that, Lord, we are just grateful. Lord, bless us in this moment. Touch us where we are right now. Lord, meet us at the point of our need. And Lord, allow us, our hearts and our minds and our spirit to be receptive to what you'll say to us in the next few moments. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. Amen. Has God been good to anybody? I said, has the Lord been good to anybody? Amen. God has been good to me whereof I'm glad and I'm thankful and I'm grateful to God for all of his blessings, for all of his mercy and for all of his kindness on today. And I thank God for each of you who've come to share with us on this morning. Amen. God has been good to you. Amen. I can see it on your faces. I can see it in your presence. Amen. And I'm thankful to him. Amen. For allowing us to be together just one more time. Amen. We're going quickly to the word of the Lord. We're finishing up relative to our series. And we're going to Job 14. And we'll be looking at verses 7 through 9. Again, that's Job 14, verses 7 through 9. Amen. Why don't you find somebody that's not sitting next to you and just point at them and say, I'm glad to see you today. I'm glad to see each and every one of you today. And I'm grateful to God that he definitely has a word for us. If somebody needs a word, just say, I need a word. Oh, come on and say it with conviction. Say, I need a word. Amen. Praise God. I'm speaking for myself. I need a word. Amen. Because I often tell you there is what God gives me in advance that I have written. And there's also what God gives me while I'm up here speaking. And sometimes I feel like those words that he gives me while I'm speaking. Amen. I'm experiencing it with you. (laughs) So God has given me a word in the moment whereof I'm glad and I'm thankful. And yes, Lord, I need a word on this morning. Job 14, verses 7 through 9 reads, For there is hope for a tree, if it be cut down, that it will sprout again, and that if it sh- and that its shoots will not cease. Though its root grow old in the earth, and its stump die in the soil, yet at the scent of water it will bud, and put out branches like a young plant. Today, for a few moments, I want to talk to you about scent of water. I want to talk to you about the scent of water. In our particular text, what it's saying for us, to give you the background, what it's trying to describe, is that the tree, if it's cut down, and I want to understand that the tree, the lifespan of the tree, it's, it's been severed. The tree itself has been severed from its source. It's been severed from the root. It has been cut down. What it's saying is that in this text, it's saying the tree itself will sprout again. It will come back again. It will regenerate. And though its roots grow old, and that's the one thing that is the lifeblood of the plant, is the roots. And we've been talking about that this, this, whole, this whole month as we've been talking about our seed time and harvest series. It says, even though its roots grow old and the stump dies, 
didn't say the stump is on life support. It says, though the stump die in the soil, yet at the scent of water, it will bud and put out branches like a young plant. I want to talk to you about that, and I want to give you a real-life example. For some of you, I shared this. I think I've shared it before. You might, might, I just want to remind you of this story. There was a tree out in the landscaping part of my house. And I, I'm just frankly, there was nothing wrong with the tree. It was doing what it normally does, but I just got tired of it because it kept shedding leaves. And I got tired of having to pick up all these bundles of leaves. Don't y'all get mad at me. Some of y'all the same way. All the time, it seems like every, every other day, every other week, I was having to, take, to pick up bundles of leaves and throw them away, and I just got tired of it. Got so tired of it to the point that I hired a man to come, paid him to come chop down the tree. And he not only did he cut down the tree, then he ground down the root, and you know, every, the tree was gone, and I was happy, and the leaves were gone, and I was excited that the tree was gone. Well, wouldn't you know it? It was a few weeks later, and I see this little sprig that's coming out of the ground. And I'm saying, no, it, it can't be. It can't be. Kept growing, and the sprig grew up a little further. And, and I was just waiting to see what are the leaves going to look like on this little sprig because it can't be that same tree that I cut down and ground down at the root. Well, if you know it about a month, two months later, there's this little sprig, and it's growing strong, and it has all the same leaves as that tree had before. And you know what? Me being a man of God like I am and having faith, I was like, I admire that tree for coming back. <laughs> and don't you know that tree's about my height now? It came back even though we chopped it down and ground down the root. It still found a way to come back. And I came to tell somebody who feels chopped down, who feels ground down at the root, who somebody tried to cut you off and make sure you never came back. Some way, somehow, God can bring back the thing that the devil tried to chop down, the, the thing that your enemies and your haters tried to ground down at the root. But somehow, I wish I had some folks in here. Somebody pointed three people and say, I'm not finished. I'm not, I'm not. I was chopped down, but I'm not finished. I was ground down at the root, but I'm not finished. You hoped I was going to go away from what I've been through, but I came to tell somebody today, I'm not finished. I'm not finished. I'm not, I'm not finished. Something is sprouting from your storm. Your storm tried to take you out. But something is sprouting. It's sprouting from my storm. So, so, so how do I get there? How, how do I get to that point? The way you get to that point is that by faith, there are certain things, baby, that you're going to have to release. Ah. There are some things that you're going to have to release. And when I say release, you're not giving up. You're just giving it to God. Ah. <laughs> Because people can get confused by that. I'm not giving up. I'm just giving it to God. I wish y'all would talk to me in here. Uh, come here, Sister Angel. Come here. You sitting on the front row. Come here. You're going to help me preach this this morning. 
Now I want you to hold on to this. Now, don't, no matter what I do, I want you to hold on to it because you're representing God here. And this is little me with not enough faith. So I'm holding on to this. Now, I want God to have it, but I, I'm still holding on to it. And I let go a little bit more, but I'm still holding on to it. And then I release it a little bit more, but, but you know, I, I, I'm, I'm saying I'm trusting God, but, but I haven't let go of it yet. I've loosened my grip. I've come to the end of the problem, but I yet have not let go of it. And then let me tell you what we often do next. We release it, but we, do, we stay in the same place. Because what God needs you to do when you release it, you need to change your position. <laughs> because the position where you're blessed is not the place where you're still fixated on the problem. I've let it go, but I'm still looking at it. I released it to God, but it still occupies my mind. I said God can have it, but I'm still losing sleep. I said it's yours, Lord, but I still wake up crying in the morning. I, I, I can't let it go. It, it wakes me up in the morning. I, I go to sleep with it because God said, when you let it go, I need you to change your position. I'm not looking at it anymore. Thank, thank you, Sister I, I'm not looking at it anymore. I put it behind me. That, that problem that I had, I just couldn't seem to solve that I, I prayed and I prayed and I got deeper involved, but I turned it over to Jesus. I said I turned it over to Jesus and I stopped worrying about it. See, the problem is you let it go, but you're still worrying about it. You said you gave it to God, but your mind is in the same place. God said you don't have to stay there anymore. You don't have to worry about it. You said you don't have to cry about it. It shouldn't wake you up at night. He said you gave it to me. And he said, I've got it. God said, I've got it. He said, and what I'm going to do, he said, I'm going to turn that thing around. somebody right here because pastor I still have to go to work I, I still have to see him but Lord wh what do you mean I got to change position that means the, f the way I used to feel about him oh, oh yeah they talk you talked about me but uh, but I don't feel the same way about it you lied on me but I, I don't feel the same way about it so I can come to work and when I see you even though you blessed me out you ran down my name you dug the ditch for me but I remember the script somebody say I remember the script God gave me a copy of the script and I know what the script says and I'm encouraged not by what I see but what his word says and my word says my weeping may endure 
for the night. But somebody say joy. Somebody say joy. Joy is coming in the morning. My Bible says in this life you'll have tribulation. But it said be of good cheer for I've overcome the world. I read the script and I know what's coming. So I don't look at my problems the same way when I hand it to God and I get down. I can pick up the script and the script says I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as your soul prosper. I'm not worried about what it looks like because somebody say I read the script. I read the script and I know somebody say we know that all things I wish I had help here I said we know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord for them who are called according to his purpose somebody pointed three people and say read the script read the script read the script See, the thing about faith, sometimes faith works best when you don't know. I said sometimes faith works better when you don't know. Sometimes you don't know any better. That's why Jesus said, if you come to me as a little child, suffer the children to come to me. Because a child, a lot of times, doesn't know. So they ask big things. Because they don't know. They say, Mama, I want a new car. But they don't know. They say, Mama, let's get a new house. Because they don't know. But what God is saying, he said, I need you to come to me like a little child and act like you don't know. So when I look at the scan and the doctor says it's over because I don't know, I just believe in my God shall supply all my need. I just believe that by his stripes I am healed. I'm coming to God like I don't know. They said my financial situation can't be turned around. But since I don't know, I'm going to pray to God anyway and say, Lord, take over. Lord, you do it. I don't know how you're going to do it. I don't know when you're going to do it. But he may not come. He may not come. He may not come when you want him. But I know he's always. Somebody say always. Somebody say always. He's always on time. So since I don't
David waits. It didn't even say David prayed. It said David waits. It didn't even say those who worship, but it said David waits. David waits. David waits. David waits. He said, I'll renew your strength. You'll matter with wings as eagles. You'll run and not be weary. You're going to walk and not faint. Hallelujah. I'm coming out of this. Somebody to proclaim, prophetically declare that into the atmosphere right now. Lord, I'm coming out of this. I don't know how. I don't know when. I don't know how God's going to make it happen. But I'm coming out of this. Hallelujah. 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 I want somebody. I need you to get this. I feel somebody is in a moment. And I want you to know in this moment, God said, don't put a period. He said, put a comma. The period means it's over. The comma means there's something else coming. There's something else. <laughs> there's something else that's coming. There's something else. Declare it for yourself. There's something else coming for me. There's something else. Hallelujah. That's coming for me. And what's coming, I want you to know right now, God's already in it. God's all in it. He's all in the middle. He's all in the mix of what's coming in your life. Something else. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody sing it because I can't sing it. Somebody sing it. It will not always, it won't always be like this. Somebody grab the mic and sing it. It won't always. It won't always be like this. I'm feeling that right now in the spirit. It won't always be like this. Hallelujah. It won't always be like this. Hallelujah. Oh, come on and worship right there if you believe it. everybody in this place just turn around as she sings it. It's turning around for me. Hallelujah. It's turning around. It's turning around for me. Hallelujah. Come on, put those hands together and give God some praise in this house. I have something else that I, as, as I let go, I got to tell you this. When you release it, I need you to get this in your spirit. When you release it, what comes back is no longer limited by your imagination. Oh, I need you to get that in your spirit. When you release it, when you release it, if you let it go, if you take your hands off of it, if you take your mind off of it, what returns to you is no longer limited by your imagination. Because my God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that I can ask. All that I can ask of me. 
You know why you turn it over to, to God? Because God can do things with it you can't do. I wish I had help here. I remember my grandmother, I'd asked her to make me some, some of her tarts, her chest pie tarts. And if any of you had my grandma's chest tart, little chest pie tarts, I know they blessed you. But one time, grandma said, Larry, I'll make them, but I need you to go purchase and bring me the ingredients. So I went and purchased the ingredients. I picked them up and I dropped them off at her house. Now see, this, the problem with some of us, we went and purchased it. We went and picked it up. So we're like, well, I might as well do it. That's how we treat God. I went and I'm grown. I'm, I, I did it myself. I bought it. I picked it out. I picked it up. I did it with my money. So I might as well do it myself. But that's how we treat God. But you know why I didn't do that? It's because grandma could do stuff with those ingredients that I couldn't do. I wish I had done it. If I did it, let me be honest, none of y'all would have wanted it. Not only would it not have been a blessing to me, if you're walking with me, get this, it was gonna be a blessing to the people I was working with. But had I done it, nobody would have wanted it. What I'm telling you, God will take what you've got. He will make it, he will bless it, he will multiply it. And not only will it bless your house, hallelujah, but God's gonna cause it to bubble up, he's gonna cause it to overflow. It won't just bless you, it'll bless all the people around you if you let him have it. Let God have it. Let God have it. And God said, when I give it back to you, <laughs> oh boy, when I bless you for releasing, I'm gonna give you back more than you could have ever imagined. I'm gonna give you back more than you could ever dream. I'm gonna give you exceeding abundantly above all you could ask and think if you just let me, let God have it. Point at your neighbor and say, let God have it. Let God have it. Let God have it. Come on, put those hands together and give God some praise. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your word that came to minister to our hearts on this morning. That you're reminding us, Lord, there are certain things that we have to release, Lord, that there is a comeback in us. Lord, that you can bring all things to pass, and Lord, you can return to us that beyond what is in our imagination. And Lord, that's why we're going to trust you. We're going to hand it over to you. We're gonna give it to you, we're gonna release it not only from our fingers and from our hands, but from our minds and from our spirit. Lord, we're not gonna be bogged down by that thing anymore. But we're gonna completely turn it over to you and trust you with the results. Lord, we ask that you do that in us right now, Lord, even on this week. Lord, somebody got devastating news on last week, but Lord, you're in the middle of turning that thing around as soon as they release that to you. I challenge you, I dare you to release it. I, I dare you, I, I dare you, I challenge you. I, I believe, I know that God's gonna do something with it if you turn it over to him. Lord, we're gonna trust you with it. 
and we're going to believe for the amazing results that only you can give. And we pray this prayer in thy son Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and God bless you. Come on, put those hands together and give God a praise. For those of you who've been watching us online, we pray that you live by faith. Find your situations over to God and trust him with the results until we shall see you again. I hope and pray that each of you were touched and inspired by our service today. If you wish to partner with us, you can do so by Give a Fun. Download the app on Apple Store or Google Play and search for Bright Temple. If you wish to partner with us on Cash App, just look for Bright Temple in the two line. And in the four line, tell us the purpose of your gift. If you would rather mail your gift, you can mail us at Bright Temple, Post Office Box 453, Shelbyville, Tennessee, 37162. Thanks in advance for your generosity, and we pray God's blessings on you and your gift.